Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. All right, join us right now on the Payless Liquors Hotline, 28-6 and six on the air. It's been a hell of a season uh, for the MAC champions. That will be Kent State, and Indiana's going to see them coming up Friday night. It is the late tip in Albany, and a man with quite a few ties, not only to the opponent, but to Albany as well. He is the head coach of the Golden Flashes, Rob Senderhoff. Coach, good morning. Great. How are you? We are doing great. Uh, when you saw IU flash up, when you saw Albany flash up, and by the way, you went to Albany, uh, your emotions of seeing, again, a team in a location you've got a lot of connections to. Yeah, the, the emotion was excitement for, for our players' opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. Um, quite honestly, we could have been playing anybody and anywhere, and, and I would have been uh, ecstatic because when, when you, you're in the Mid-American Conference, it's incredibly, incredibly hard uh, to get to the NCAA tournament. And uh, just so happy for from my players and, and the community of Kent University um, and, and, and all the people that will be cheering for us. You know, once you got past coach, and, and we know that obviously you have history having coached in Indiana and, and what took place at the end at Indiana, but once you got over that thought process and then put the tape in and started watching and analyzing Indiana, this installment of the Hoosiers that Mike Woodson has – what jumps out at you and, and what things are going to be a challenge for your players? Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, I'm not the first person to have said this, but, you know, Trace Jackson Davis, uh, you know, I, I don't get a chance. I, I watch a lot of college basketball, but I don't, you know, I'm not studying teams outside of the conference basically. And, and I, I certainly watch more than my share of big 10 basketball but I did not realize just how good he is. I mean, oh, my gosh. Um, so that certainly stood out first is how efficient he is, you know, how athletic he is, uh, how smart a player he is, and, and then how well, you know, from a coaching standpoint, just looking at how well Coach Woodson, you, you know, utilizes his strength as a player. Um, that's what first, you know, stood out. And then – the physicality in which they play, obviously playing in the Big Ten, but, you know, also having, you know, Race Thompson, him, uh, Reno, uh, that's a physical, physical team. Trey Galloway is, is physical and athletic. Like, the, the, uh, the physicality of which they play. And then lastly, you know, the unique talent that Jalen hood Shafino is. So – you look at it and you say, okay, now you, you see why they're a four seed and why they're, you know, at the top of the Big Ten. Um, and, and it's incredibly impressive how, how, how they play. Coach, I know they aren't the exact same players, but, you know, whenever these All-American teams are going to be announced, they both will likely be on the first-team All-American uh, team. Do you draw back on facing Drew Timmy at all earlier this season in the matchup with Trace Jackson Davis again, different players, but certainly yeah. very productive big guys. Yeah, it's 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 a really. It, I, I'm glad you brought that up because what we tried to do 
is give our players, as, as we discuss their team, you know, player comps, guys that they would know in, in our league or, or that we've played. So to me, you know, Trace uh, Jackson Davis is sort of a combination in, in my world of Drew Timmy and our, the best big player in our league's names, Enrique Freeman from Akron, um, who's really athletic like Trace is. Drew Timmy's not quite the athlete that Trace is. Um, but they're both un- incredibly good players. Uh, Drew Timmy and Trace Jackson Davis are two of the best front court players in the country. And um, certainly having that experience playing against Drew Timmy is, is a good one for us. Unfortunately, we didn't do a good job guarding <laughs> Drew Timmy. Um, so, so, you know, that, 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 I didn't want to bring him up too much because he, he had a dominant game against us. Well, Coach, if you look at, and I know it probably feels at times like five years ago when you start looking during the course of a season back at November and December, and we're now in March, but, you know, you had, and a lot's been made of this, close loss to College or Charleston, who's in the tournament, five-point loss to Houston, who's the number one seed, seven-point loss to Gonzaga. Of those games, which one do you now look back on and say, I'm glad we went through that because that's the game our team learned the most? Yeah, honestly, I think it was all of them. You know, I, I think we, we took a trip down to to College of Charleston right before Thanksgiving uh, and, and lost a, a heartbreaking game to them. We missed a shot at the buzzer, and they hit a three with 17 seconds to go to, to take the lead. Um, we then followed it up, and we didn't know at that time just how good College of Charleston was going to be, uh, but we knew they were good. We followed that up by playing Houston, and we led for, you know, we didn't lead for for a ton of the game, but we led with two minutes to go in the game. And our kids showed tremendous, tremendous resiliency in that game because we got down eight, and we were struggling to score, which a lot of teams do against Houston. But we kept getting stop after stop after stop and made a couple big plays, and all of a sudden, two minutes to go, we're up a point. Um, and to their credit, you know, their, their great players made some huge plays down, down the stretch. Um, so after that, you know, Houston game, I think our players knew like they were, they were getting ready to be number one in the country after that game that week. Um, they knew, Hey, we, we've got a, a good team. And then we went out to Gonzaga and in that game, we led for, for a majority of the game. And I think after that one, they had won 69. That we were their 69th straight home win at the time. I think it got up to 73 before they finally lost. But I think after that game, like we we knew, you know, that that we were good enough to to play on this stage that we're going to be on here on Friday. But again, the Mid American Conference is such a such a hard league um and then you've got to play really well you know those three games in march uh, up in cleveland which is where our tournament is and you know again to our guys credit we lost the game to ball state late in the season at ball state um and, and coach lewis has done a really good job another iu person has done a really good job there with his in his first year but a- after after that game we we sort of circled back up and 
you know, sort of recommitted to what we needed to do to be successful. And then we've had a great run uh, since then. And now we're just excited to be in the tournament. It's going to be Friday night in Albany, Kent State against Indiana. Rob Senderhoff, the head coach of Kent State, joining us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. You've been there since 2011 as the head coach. You look at your team, a lot of veterans from a scoring standpoint. You guys certainly aren't the biggest team in college basketball, but I was talking with some people that watched you play against Ball State this year. You get after people defensively, but you can score. I mean, this is not some slow it down. We want games necessarily into the you know 50s. So for those that haven't seen your team play, Coach, how would you describe your guys' style? Yeah, well, we try to compete. I mean, that's the first thing. Uh, and we are a defensive-oriented team, uh, but we don't play slow. And, and you, you just said that, like, we're not going to walk the ball up the floor Um we are going to try to get out and, and play in, with some pace. Uh, you know, we're, we're not the most skilled team in the world, but we have a number of guys that can make shots and, you know, our four man can shoot it. Uh, Myron Thomas, you know, obviously sincere carrier, our point guard, you know, he's a scorer playmaker type guy. Um, we, we're not big, but we're physical as well. You know, similar to IU, just not, the size that IU has. Um, and, 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 you know, the biggest thing is our calling card, so to speak, would be on the defensive side of the ball in trying to create turnovers um, and, and flying around on that end of the floor. So, you know, when we're playing a team like Indiana, who, who's as good as they are and as, you know, they, they've got great talent and, and, and a great team, you know, we'll have to find a way to create some turnovers to have a chance to win the game. Um, and that's easier, you know, it's easier said than done. But that's what we'll have to do. And we will have to get out and transition a little bit and um, and see if we can can make some shots. Because I think, you know, from the, from the standpoint of being in the MAC, you know, to have any chance at an upset, you, you got to be able to make some some shots. So, We'll have to have some guys step up and make some for us uh, here Friday night to have any opportunity to stay with Indiana. Coach, the reality is that you know one of the storylines, and I don't know that it's a major storyline in this matchup, but one of them that, that will be mentioned, certainly, I would assume, is the fact that you coached in Indiana with Kelvin Sampson. I, I think the fact that you were given, I think it's called a show clause for allegations of NCAA improprieties in Indiana – but we're still able to be hired by Kent State probably speaks to the fact that those allegations were a rule that no longer, I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, would be a violation today. But our former mutual colleague, Dan Dockich, was very outspoken about your time at Indiana and his criticism of it. What would be your reaction or your commentary, I guess, if you will, about how things happened and ended at Indiana and your overall recollections of your time there? Yeah, it's a fair question from you. And, and you know, I don't want – to me, the tournament shouldn't be about me. It should be about my, my team and my players. But it, it's certainly a fair question to ask. I, I, I think I owned up to all of my mistakes at IU. And you're right, the, the rules are no longer rules, but at the time they were. And those are mistakes that I've owned up to and, and I still do to this day. I accept responsibility for what, what I did, um, which was make phone calls that I wasn't supposed to have made. So, 
I, I take ownership of that. I, I, I'm not going to shy away from that. Um, at, at the same time that I say that, I, I, I'm just thinking like a guy like Jalen Hood Shafino, I think he was three, maybe four, when when that happened. Um, the tournament is about Jalen Hood Shafino and Trace Jackson Davis and Sincere Carey and Malik Jacobs. It, it's really not about Rob Senderoff. I don't think Coach Woodson knows, you know, he probably knows who I am now because we're playing him, but two weeks ago he probably couldn't pick me out of a lineup. Um, and that's okay because I, I certainly know him as being a, a legendary coach. Um, but, you know, this isn't about that to me, and I, I respect that you have to ask the question, and, and I hope that I'm giving a fair answer to that, if that makes sense. And um, certainly there's some clickbait, you know, that – People want to bring that up, and I get that. But the story of the NCAA tournament is really the story of the players and and the programs and how they get there. And, you know, this is the third time Kent State has played Indiana in the NCAA tournament. We've only been in it seven times. Uh, The last time IU won and went to the Final Four, uh, having beat Kent State. Like, to me, that's the cooler storyline than – you know, 2006 phone calls, in my opinion. You know, one of the things that that jumped out at me, Coach, you're the winningest coach now in Kent State history, if I'm not mistaken. And as I had mentioned, when that all went down, Kent State was the place that gave you that opportunity and kind of gave you that chance, that, that second lease, if you will. I would assume that probably the opportunity has come for you to go elsewhere, but is there a loyalty there because of the fact that I would think there would be, you know, Hey, these guys yeah. looked out for me when I needed it. There, there were people here that I had prior to coming to IU, I had worked at Kent for a number of years and there were people here that knew me very well and believed in my character uh, and believed in giving me a second opportunity, which, you know, I, I am forever indebted to those people uh, and appreciative of those people. Uh, they, they know who they are. Um, and when we went to the first NCAA tournament in 2017, that when I was as a coach and won the league in 2015 and now here in 23, like I am incredibly appreciative of what Kent State has afforded me and my family. Um, and, and I feel like I do my best every day to try to justify the decision that, that they made to give me that opportunity. And, and I appreciate you saying it the way you said it, too. Coach, last one, and thank you for the time and entertaining all the questions here uh, this morning. When you look at that box score, and, and it's probably going to be the wee hours of Saturday morning as Friday night bleeds into Saturday morning, when you look at that box score right after the final buzzer, what will be, you think, the biggest key if you guys are going to pull off this upset on Friday night? Yeah, pro- probably our ability, if we can guard, like if we can guard and keep them off the free throw line and uh, create some turnovers and, uh, you know, and, and make them miss some shots, um, you know, then, then those are the type of opportunities you have to, to spring an upset. If, uh, if, if every time down the floor they're scoring against us because we can't stop them with their physicality and, and skill because they have tremendous skill as well. Uh, and athleticism, then then it's going to be tough for us. So 
our calling card is defense. So I, I would always look at those those stats to see, hey, if if those things are are in the low forties percent wise, and we create a bunch of turnovers, then you know the, the NCAA tournament is about those upsets. We certainly believe we 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 could do it, um, but we also respect the heck out of out of IU and and the program and the players, and and know it's going to be a, a heck of a battle for us for sure. Well, Coach, we appreciate the time and certainly wish you the best of luck. I know Indiana fans will be pulling for Indiana, but certainly wish you um, the best of luck. And should you pull off the upset, the best of luck in advancing in the NCAA tournament. Safe travels, all right? Great. Thank you, and and thank you for how you you handled me personally here today. Uh, Agreed and reciprocated. Appreciate it, Coach. Thank you, Coach. All right, thanks. All right, thanks, guys.